0: G'day and welcome to another episode of Perth Property Insider. I'm your host, Jared Mann, and today, this is going to be a shorter episode, but it's incredibly powerful and I didn't want to stuff it out and make it a big blown out episode when what I'm trying to give you is a quality of my thinking and message, not quantity, And it really encapsulates, I guess, the reflecting that I've been doing on the mistakes that I've made in the past and how I'd go about doing things if I was going to approach it again from the beginning. And, you know, also as I've gotten older, I'm seeing things completely different that I wish I could go back and tell these things to my younger self. So it's just taking the messages Hopefully, it'll help with your investing. I'm sure it will. Let's go inside. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth Property. Our show is brought to you by Investor's Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Mann. So, should property investment be exciting? When I wrote the title for this podcast, I was contemplating, would anybody listen to something if I said that the best investing is not meant to be exciting, but mostly boring? Let me explain why you would want your investing to be boring. When I was younger, I treated my property investing like entertainment. It helped me get a real buzz and feel alive. I thought it was always great to be busy and active with my strategies that I was using and because it felt. Like I was taking action and making progress. Oh, it felt exciting. I bought and sold a lot of properties, renovated, subdivided and built, joint ventured and made good money, but I also paid a lot of tax and it was all very short-term thinking. Ironically, if I'd known then what I know now, I would have taken a lot more passive and perhaps boring approach and I would also be a lot wealthier today. I used to also look at my investing as being a race, with happiness and wealth being the finish line that I just had to get to as quickly as possible. What I didn't understand then is the power of compounding and how it can do all the heavy lifting for me if I just own the right, well-chosen property over the long term. I can then go the distance and instead of winning these small little races, win the marathon of life. So, being focused on the short term, I tried to own lots of properties and having those, you know, pub bragging rights where someone says, Oh, how many properties do you own? Or, you know, do you invest in property? And you can mention a large number. Yeah, that's always fun, but driven by mainly ego. And when I actually looked at what I did own, it was mostly lower quality properties that were chosen for their one off renovations that I did or their development potential, rather than their location and a proven history of long-term growth. So, inevitably, they ended up attracting low-quality tenants, and because I had property managers that were not up to scratch, it also made it a really difficult situation worse. Now, believe me, I tried to change managers many, many times. I interviewed on the face of it, many seemed like they'd be better. But inevitably, I ended up experiencing long vacancy periods, damage to my property, and then tenants not paying rent and not being followed up on for it. It was also really stressful. And having to constantly follow up with my property managers, and I actually developed a a term for it. It was called, I have to manage my manager. It almost felt like a full-time job. And I was starting to think, well, how can I actually own more properties if every one of them is going to add this much extra stress? So, if I'd instead bought a better quality property in a better located area, the best area that I could afford, then found a great property manager, gone with quality over quantity, I would have had a much better chance of finding those quality tenants quicker, not having vacancy, and they would be more likely to pay their rent on time and treat my property with respect. So, I wouldn't have all that stress and drama around my investing. And my property manager, I guess, would be taking those proactive steps to protect my asset and prevent the small issues becoming big ones. I wouldn't really be hearing from them, but when I checked in on my property every now and then and looked at it, it would be almost just as it was. And yes, it should be boring. Perhaps if I hadn't done all the wrong things and if I didn't have the bad experiences, I wouldn't have had the inspiration, though, to start Investor's Edge and focus on a high-level property management that's made by investors for investors. And now we're able to help others get it right. Every single month, we have 10 to 15 new clients come to us for property management who have had such bad experiences, it really is mind-boggling that it still goes on. And it's more the commonplace than, and the norm than the exception. So they've either had trouble with their tenants or with their property manager or both. and In many cases we're a last resort they've contemplated selling their property because it's all too hard and i also know from speaking to many investors that it's a big reason why a lot of investors only own one or two properties and not more because they equate more properties with more stress instead of more wealth and that's a real shame so it's no surprise i'm a bit biased to thinking that your property manager is one of the most crucial people on your team And unfortunately, we're often the afterthought. And with a lot of the other professionals that are in your team, they may only service you once, like your finance broker. And then, you know, they're not part of that ongoing journey as much. But with your property manager, it's essential because they're part of, you know, they're with you every step along the way and really make the difference on whether your asset performs and your stress levels that you have. So it doesn't have to be stressful by buying a quality property every five years or so, having the right property manager on your side, helping you hold this property for the long term and protect that asset without any hassles, then it's a hell of a lot easier. So, don't use your investing for entertainment. Get a hobby instead. And the only excitement you should be getting is from seeing your property prices increase. And again, this doesn't have to be continuous because it's not going to be. Many investors that are coming in now that are First-timers will only know upsides and think that it'll last forever. It won't. We'll be in this upside for two to three years and then we'll have a downward period and the last one lasted a while. It depends on how big this run-up is as to how much we'll need to come off and let go of some steam on the other side and we'll have some boring sideways in between each. It's a case of knowing that's ahead and expecting your investing to be boring for most of the time and hoping that it is too. So I'm not saying that I'm completely against renovation and development or buying in the lower areas, but you have to look at the larger picture of what it is that you're trying to create and go for the best way to create wealth, not just creating excitement or stress. I'll catch you on the next one.